Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, it's Petasic. Well, you should change it every time. You should change it every time. I should. That would be funny. <laughs> anyway. Hi. Hey, okay. Hi. We're here. It's us. You, you're so good at saying who we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I'm Patricia. And this is Witch. Get weird. So much fun. Um, so much fun. Uh, so we are a podcast where we basically talk about our own personal witchcraft practices and use this as kind of an opportunity to delve deeper into our own understanding of all things witchcraft. And yeah, we swear a lot. Talk about pets and TikTok a lot. So buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the old TikTok hasn't been disappointing lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's us. That's what we're we're doing. So enjoy, I hope. <laughs> How are you today? I am doing just fine. I actually had a really wonderful day at work. Um, good. Yeah. Which, you know, every single day is work. So thank God one of them was good. Um, but <laughs> it was just really nice. I had a good bunch of people I was working with. And then after work... I went to my coworker's house, so I, who I would also call my friend, and I did some sound clearing in her bedroom for her, and it was so fucking cool. How do you? How did you tell me? What tell me all about it? I want details. How did it go? What did you do? How did you prepare? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, oh my god, there's so much too. Sorry. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, <laughs> okay. so where this is going to end up being kind of a a scenic route to get to the answer to that question because I have to start with. So I have my crystal bowl um, that is F tuned to the tune of F. I don't know. Um, it's for the heart chakra, right? So yes. last oh. night, I love it so much. Last night was our um, full moon. So I actually took it outside and played it in the full moon. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, sorry, neighbors. It's 1230 because that's just when I got home from work. So obnoxious it's not like you're out there like just like jamming or something like it's like a tone like you're not like what the fuck like pots and pans in the middle of the street just like right (laughs) (laughs) so i did that and then i brought it in and i put selenite under it and i put selenite in it okay i put some rose quartz in it and i put an amethyst cluster in it Ooh. and sat it on my plant table by my window in my witch room for the moon so I was oh. able to like moon bathe and I feel like I cleansed and cleaned it and then like charged it up really well like it feels so good I wish you were here yeah. so you could freaking do uh, it um, me too. yeah and I tried to infuse it with rose quartz because she wanted me to specifically declare her bedroom um, okay so I chose that one for love and then amethyst just because it's a badass amplifying motherfucker yeah um, for sure oh that sounds yes. so nice oh i felt so i i love doing stuff like that because it makes me feel so witchy and cool Dude, and just yeah a bad motherfucker i just charged this shit up in the moonlight like come on like that's just amazing such a witch such a yeah, witch that is so cool yes that's my favorite kind of shit so yeah so then we went to, i went to her house after work and i was able to meet her boyfriend who was very very nice and she kind of showed me around her house and stuff and I went in her room and I just kind of focused on my intention and for her highest good and his highest good and everybody's highest good all you know all the things um and then I just toned it a few times like you know because you can like hit it or you can like play it so I Mm -hmm. hit it a couple times 
played it some and just basically just did a lot of noise making, which is kind of what I do best. So <laughs> right up my alley. Um, and then I actually, I had them come in and do it too, because it's their bedroom. Right. You know, right. Like, I was like, you guys should do it. And Nicole likes, like stuff like this. And so, she, and she's messed with this stuff before at work with me. So it's not new to her. And her boyfriend was, I was like, you can do it. Like you can touch it if you want to. It's not like, you know, you can't touch it. Right. But, um, so he tried to play it and he was trying to play it instead of just like dinging it. Um, sure. Trying to make it sing. Yeah. And he couldn't get it to sing. And then, and Nicole was doing it and then she'd give the like baton or whatever back to him and he couldn't get it to go. And she's like, you need to do this. And like, yeah, this, like, <laughs> like in, the, in the sweetest way, like she's so good. I love her. She is like the sh- a shining light of a person. She's so good. That's and awesome. her face. Oh my God. I love her. Her face. She was like, you have to do that. You have to make it sound like that. It's amazing. So <laughs> and he was able to. So it was really cool. Like he was super nice and really open-minded. So that was really cool. Awesome. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, Your first professional sound clearing. That's so exciting. Yes, because she paid me. Uh, and no. I <laughs> so I love you so much because you know you know I had problem with that because I was like mm-hmm. oh I don't know I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I'm just gonna fucking go bang my bowl at your house like what do I know <laughs> you know like I'm charging it up and I feel like a bad motherfucker and then I'm like oh god like shrinking violet you know Ugh, so wrong so wrong no yeah you're a professional witch to- now fucking that's cool right, right? <laughs> that is cool I didn't think of it like that that's cool that's really yeah. fucking cool but she's so awesome. I try, I was like, no, keep it. Cause she wanted to do an animal communication session with one of her dogs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here, just put that towards the animal communication session. Cause of course I want to hear all about it. Like, and she refused, would not let me do it. She was like, put it in the little pocket on your thing. The thing being what holds my bowl, Yeah, put it in your pocket and take it with you. And so I did. And it awesome. was really nice. Good for you. Yeah. You should accept money for your services. That is an exchange of energy. Take the money. I know. It always makes me feel like when we yell at the doctors. I know. Like, discount <laughs> yourself. Like, you're awesome. You just did a bunch of stuff. Don't discount that. Right. Because don't. if you don't see the value in it, no one else does. Right. It's you not know? nothing. Like, you went and performed a, a ritual. Like, you did an energetic service at her house. Like, that is so cool. It's so cool. It's awesome. So, it was really good. So, how was How's your day been? I need to hear about um, Cece's cake and her Zoom motherfucking birthday party. Oh, yes. My daughter turned five on Friday. So um, I took the night off of work. Sorry, Patricia, I missed you. Um, and so we just kind of spent the day hanging out. And then um, today we had a Zoom birthday party because we're still under, you know, there's still a pandemic going on. And I've got a high-risk husband and children that are of the age to get the bad, like, inflammatory organ disease stuff so whatever so it was super fun so her cake in the morning I ended up just it was kind of a shit show I went to I just went to the grocery (laughs) store and just picked one out I was like I'm just gonna get the pinkest cake I can find and of course there were no goddamn pink cakes and I was like okay so um it was fine I ended up just getting like a white cake with pink frosting on the edges and then I decorated with some like toys I got her some little like princess toys to put on it she loved it she didn't care she thought it was the best thing ever and then um so we had a good day she got to open her presents from us and it it was 
good and exhausting where I just tried to be like a yes mom or like anything she wanted to do I was like yes so I will play with you we will walk around the block we will do all these things she didn't make any unrealistic like she wasn't crazy pants about it but it's still really hard to just be like yes we'll do all the things you want to do um but we had a good time and then today we did our zoom birthday party with family which my children are you know they're, they're growing up in this age they know youtube and they know that stuff and both of them were total hams <laughs> oh my camera. god really? like oh my god i could not oh. stop up like jet my son he was just like hey everybody so how's it going like what are you talking about and then, like my parents were like talking amongst themselves like what are you whispering no secrets here reveal all your secrets <laughs> oh my just... god did he say that yes he did. oh my god i love him i didn't even think about that because yeah. you said that he does that yep oh like, yeah whenever so... you guys are playing he wants you to record him and yep. he's like that like button i fucking love your kids <laughs> oh my god that's so great so, so yes they were <laughs> total naturals like it was jet was like he can't wait to do it again like he just was the center of attention and having a grand old time and then Cece, when she got done bless her heart she goes oh that was a little nerve-wracking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just a little, a little much being the center of attention like that and you know it's, it's hard to hear everybody and like if people talk at the same time like you can't hear and it's you know so it was a little nerve-wracking that way but she she was a trooper she needed a few minutes afterwards though just whoo just take a breath bless her heart that's nerve-wracking she's so tiny and little baby what do you know about nerve-wracking that's nerve oh. nerve-wracking like she struggled with the word yeah. it was like I was like, was that, were you, was it overwhelming? Was it, she's like, it was nerve wracking. Like, <laughs> That's awesome that she knows what that means. Yeah. She's like, well, you're not wrong. It was. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was a good time. So we had a good day and uh, now that is over and I'm glad that it's all over. Cause it was kind of like, I didn't know how it was going to go and stuff. So it's done. And now we can return to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> good i'm glad that it went well that's awesome yeah it was super fun so tell the folks what we're talking about today it's a tarot show it's so fun and awesome and i love tarot so much forgive me my dog's trying to get in my lap so i just dropped you so if there oh i was like what happened i'm sorry if there was a mild disturbance it's stabby's fault Oh, stabby. I forgive I him. He's the only chihuahua that I love. I know. He's such a brat, though. <laughs> he, like, wants to get up, but he wants to get up the only way he wants to. But anyway, so, yeah, so we're talking right, about Tarot. And yes. um, Sarah and I both love Tarot. We both read Tarot. It's, um, yes. it's so cool and fun. So what what is Tarot, right? So if you don't know, yes. you're about to know. So you're about to know. You're about to know. <laughs> it's a divinatory practice that uses cards. So back in the day, they would use like just play, like a deck of playing cards. You can still use a deck of playing cards. That makes me feel mm -hmm. like an old down south lady would read your tarot with like playing cards. You know what I mean? Like my yeah, grand yep. would. Um, but it's a 78 card deck, 22 of which are classified as the major arcana or arcana, however you want to say it. Um, and those are also called the trump cards and then the remaining cards are the minor arcana there's 56 of those um there are suits which are called pip so they're suits so i don't need it i feel like i'm gonna go way too in depth uh but there's four suits and then there's 16 court cards so the Perfect. numbered cards like one through ten are the pips mm -hmm. and then the court cards are your 
king, queen, knight, and page, or there's other, there's variations on that, but it's all that. Um, right. So the major arcana kind of deals with like big archetypes, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, the minor arcana is more like day-to-day stuff and people, um, like specific people would use the court cards, but we're going to do right now um, what's called the fool's journey. So we're going to go through the major arcana cards with y'all and talk about them and what they mean to us and all that good stuff. Um, so there's, it's tarot so fun. Cause I was like, okay, like what can you do with tarot? Like how is tarot witchy besides being fortune telling essentially, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And I was like, even if you didn't use it for that ever, you could talk to your ancestors. You could talk to mm-hmm. ancestors and then dead people because dead people are like, in my lifetime that I know and then ancestors are like I don't know you that's how I feel about sure that. so that makes sense yes uh, you can talk to your dead pets you can talk to your guides you can connect with your higher self you can mm-hmm. talk to the universal mind like universal consciousness it's crazy so yeah, you can use them for self-improvement you can use them for journaling prompts shadow work which is very like I I'm like <laughs> I often joke that I can't afford therapy but I have tarot cards so <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool it's a really fun way to like incre- like sharpen your intuition i guess um mm-hmm. sharpen your observing your ob- observational skills because you if you really look at the cards there's so much shit oh, oh my god dude stuff. the more i was like uh the more i dig into it <laughs> i'm shocked at how many little things have meanings uh-huh. especially like in the original rider weight which um you know, I think if you're beginning, you should probably find yourself a, an original Rider Waite deck if you're learning tarot for the first time, because there's so much history, there's so much detail, and there's just so much reverence in these cards, and that they're kind of like the original, and I say original in air quotes, because like, obviously it goes back before that, blah, 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 the whatever. Forever ago. Um, <laughs> whatever ago, the original. I don't know, somebody. Right. Where does it come from? I don't know, but like, I feel like Rider Waite is kind of, would you agree that that's kind of like a good place to start like your foundational tarot work as like a beginner or even someone who's experienced, but like, you kind of refer back to that? I think so because I feel like most any I feel like most guidebooks if not all guidebooks are based on that Rider weight imagery mm-hmm. um, and I mean they're just they're chock full of exactly what that card is supposed to mean but right. I mean, we're, we'll talk about this probably a little bit more later but I read my decks differently so my magician is different in every single one of my decks like there's some mm-hmm. base, basics that are the same but overall like the decks read different to me so nice. uh, it didn't it just depends what like pops out to you at that time. But yes, I would agree. Yeah. Rider weight all the way. I love I have other decks too. I have many other decks, but rider weight is like the OG. 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 So should we dive in? Should we dive into the fool's yeah, journey and just get started talking about the cards? And then like afterwards we can talk about more like our own personal tarot practices. That sounds good. Yes, let's do it. Hit it, girl. Okay. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Okay. <laughs> oh my all god. Right. No. Oh my god, I was taking a drink of water right when you did that. I fucking have been singing that all day. <laughs> god damn it. And I was trying to tell we you. Are it's a, today. So it's a TikTok, everyone. And it's, it's a fucking great. And I was like, do you know this song? And I'm trying to sing it to her. And she was like, no. And then I was like, I gotta do the fucking TikTok. I'm like, they do this? And she's like, no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sad I missed that. Because I'd have been like, hit it, hit it, hit it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
and my right side is my dominant side. Just saying. Yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. Oh, I love You're it. Welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. As as you were saying. As I was saying, as I was saying, so uh, the fool, the fool. So the first card in the major arcana is the fool. It's not number one. It is number zero. Um, so it is like the very, very beginning. So oftentimes, uh, so the classical rider weight, classical, classic rider weight, it's the dude wearing a dress it's a tunic he's wearing a yellow boot the dog is barking at him and he's like on the edge of the cliff about to like yeet himself into the nether like he is he's just like Na-na! so just to keep you a visual <laughs> oh, oh every time i see the fool no i'm gonna be like yeet <laughs> which i have to tell you pause my children have been saying yoit as the past tense of yeet these days yeet <laughs> like yoit yoit like you have like oh i yoited like i yoit off of the thing like it's the past tense of yeet oh my god they're weird anyway so yes the fool is about to yeet himself off a cliff (laughs) into the wild blue yonder um so the fool always represents like new beginnings like it's either like a, a spiritual journey a new endeavor like either a new job something new in your life or conversely or similarly like the end of something old in your life like basically a big ass change um its ruling planet is uranus which we'll talk about in a moment which i found some really like interesting so most of the information that i have i've gotten off of elizabeth roebuck jones um one of her journaling through the tarot classes she put out these books that have great great information about all the symbolism and stuff like that so this is where a lot of my information is coming from so with tarot you can read them upright or reversed some people just don't read reverses they're just like i just don't i don't do that i'll flip them all up the right way some people read them upright um and then so reverse is basically the card is upside down basically to not oversimplify so if it's upright um it means beginnings innocence positivity it's about taking a chance or a risk um even if you're not sure just start just start with a beginner's mindset and total trust in the situation you have everything you need to be successful just go put the past behind you and start which yeet away my friend yeet away (laughs) um reverse so if the picture's upside down it can represent like naivety recklessness and experience so it's more it's it's a caution against the yeeting process as (laughs) just slow down be careful instead of trusting step back and look before you jump Uh, yeet uh give yourself time (laughs) to says and protect yourself like get more information before you just how high is that cliff do you even know like <laughs> so a lot of times like the the fool is not like you're an idiot the fool is like people might look at you as though you are a fool or this might seem foolish but fucking do it anyway just do it bitch do it no um, <laughs> but like when i was looking into it like every single thing in this picture has meaning it's it's overwhelming in a way like the cliff has meaning where it's like being in the moment without a care the red feather in his cap which nick will get your cards and look everybody's got a red feather in his cap but that's like his vitality strength potential it shows that he's naive like that's what that red uh, means for him um even like the blue and white mountains in the background show that it might be more of a spiritual journey 
um his clothes his dress slash tunic i like to call it a dress it's cute um it's it with all the symbols that are on there it's the the universe the tree of life and creation like everything has meaning which can be really overwhelming but i think when you're reading the card you kind of have to look at like what catches your eye this time like right what what aspect of this card am i drawn to the most and like even so far as like so he's wearing yellow boots and those yellow boots can um symbolize like uh walking with confidence being too action oriented and not using your head and your heart as guides which i think is interesting because isn't yellow the solar plexus isn't that your gut yeah your sense of self fuck really like that's why his boots are yellow because he's just going from his gut he's not thinking or feeling he's just going oh like, so good isn't that cool <laughs> i i think it's really cool i feel like such like a little kid sharing my toys for the very first time with other kids I know. Yeah. so much like, let me show you let me show you all the cool buttons and switches at this mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. absolutely so then another key point of the fool that's pretty common especially not common in a lot of them but especially in the rider weight is that he's holding his little bag on a stick that stick my friend is a staff it's like a wand and he don't even care he's barely holding on to it he's like yeah i got this thing whatever um and it so that's kind of symbolized like his potential that he doesn't even realize that he has this massive powerful wand he's just like eh, i'm gonna use it to carry my bag because i'm a dick bag um the <laughs> the bag itself a lot of times they say symbolizes um the burden that we all carry um uh sorry i'm all excited i'm getting ahead of myself it's the burden that we carry but it's also like um your memories and your experiences and because he's got them behind him it shows that while he hasn't abandoned all those experiences of his life they don't like control him the way that our memories and trauma often can like he's got it but it's not informing his decisions at this time does that make sense mm-hmm. yes and then um even like on his little shirt which i had to like squint and get real close but he's got a little heart <laughs> symbol it's like a sacred heart on his shirt and it's right on his chest and that's like follow your heart take the risk like just do it um and with the fool's journey, which I will say, so the fool's journey is basically following this dude as he yeets himself off the cliff and moves through the major arcana and kind of the journey that he takes through uh, spiritual growth is a lot of it. So for those that are willing to take the chance and yeet off the cliff, um, the journey can definitely bring joy and adventure. And if you're brave enough to keep going when the Wonderland becomes fucking nightmare town, um, the leap can bring knowledge peace and liberation so that is kind of where the fool is um one of the interesting things that i got out of uh rachel pollock's 78 degrees of wisdom which is a great book about uh, the tarot um is that the fool kind of inserts himself throughout the tarot as kind of a transitionary character so like between cards nothing happens unless the fool brings his energy to make the move to to take the jump and to to perform the action so like um between uh between the the high priestess and the empress you know there's there's a some action needs to happen there so it's interesting to kind of think of him as a catalyst for like the movement between all of the cards which is also why it's his journey he's like the character that kind of pushes from one to the next isn't that interesting that's, really cool. that's amazing yes there's so, so cool. 
many layers to this. It's crazy. It can, I feel like you can be as superficial as you want, or you can get mm-hmm. like fucking in it and in just, it. Yes. It's really cool because so, so like with every pretty much every tarot deck, I've never gotten one without one. There's a little white book, right? That explains mm-hmm. the meaning of the cards. And once you learn just what those symbols mean, even not necessarily on that card, you don't even, you don't need, you don't need the book anyway. We'll talk about that later, but um, <laughs> you can just look at the cards. The card is telling you exactly what it means. Right. It's not mm-hmm. like, that's why I feel like reading a deck of like a playing card would be hard because like a three of hearts is a three of hearts is a three of hearts. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, there's yeah. three of hearts. You know, I don't know. So yeah. um, yes, it's crazy. So the, the layers are insane. And like, mm-hmm. We could probably talk the entire episode about one card for sure. Right. I know we could probably, especially if we like, once we start talking about like other decks and how other interpretations and stuff like that go, like it's, and once you start digging into it, it's really interesting. So like if the fool comes up in a reading, it could be as simple as like, oh, you should go ahead and take that job offer or, you know, oh, go ahead and you know quit your job and open that painting studio. But other ways it can be like, okay, like you have to be brave. You have to dig in. Like this is a big moment for you like it's just there's so much that can be seen in just one simple card that seemingly randomly comes up during a shuffle like it's wild just wild so one of the things that she does throughout her study the elizabeth aerobic jones does is she'll put like a ruling planet or an associated um zodiac sign so the ruling planet for the fool is uranus and i was like that uranus however i don't know um uranus so I don't know. I was like, I don't know anything. I can't like conjure like what that planet is all about. You know, like you hear like Mercury and you're like, oh, fucking retrograde, retrograde. But like Uranus, I was like, I don't know. So I had to look. Okay. So I went on cafeastrology.com and was a little blown away by the qualities of Uranus. So um, it is forward looking. It balks at tradition and celebrates originality and individuality. It's about enlightenment, progressiveness, objectivity, novelty, and ingenuity. Um, It is rebellious without a cause and can sometimes point to irresponsibility. (gasps) What? That's wild. Isn't that, that's, I'm like, yep, that vibes. That totally checks out. Yep. (laughs) No freaking wonder. That's nuts. Oh, see the layers, people. I'm telling you. Layers. It is layers. Delicious blooming onion. And I feel like this is why people say, like, you're never done studying the tarot. Like, you're never just like, yep, I got it. I know everything there is to know about tarot, and I'm good now. Like, you for never sure. Will. Yeah. There's always something more. I, unreal. Mm, so good. Do you have any thoughts or input about the fool when you see him come up, or anything that you would like to add to that? Um, I, when I see the fool, I feel like it's like exciting to me. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's like standing on the, like the top of the slide before you slide or, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, like that fun, anticipatory, really kind of carefree slash maybe carelessness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an, I don't give a fuck attitude. And when you watch a person that doesn't give a fuck and just makes it and does well, that's what I think when I think of the fool, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah. People that are just like, I quit my fucking job and backpacked around the country and like, good for fucking you. Like like, that's awesome. You know? And I feel like if more people took chances, maybe they also would have experiences like that, but it's really fucking hard to take chances. So it's kind of a scary card to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes depending on what your question was yeah right right 
So, so after the fool comes the magician. The magician. One of my favorite cards. One of my favorite cards. I would agree. I um I took the magician, the fool, and our third card out of all my decks. I have them out on the table in front of me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and of course I don't have my rider weight out because it's in my bag (laughs) downstairs. And I'm like, well, I know what it looks like. You know what I mean? So like I made a tarot book, but anyway, I was just slipping my cards really quickly. So the magician, oh, it's so he's card number one. Remember that our, mm-hmm. our fool is zero. So number one is like, we're doing it kind of like, okay, now we've done it. Now we, we're not at that precipice. We've done it. Now we're going, let's do it. And an imagery on a writer weight card. It's a gentleman who's standing behind a table. He's at one arm stretched up to the sky. And then another, his other arm is pointing down to the ground. And that is symbolizing the connection between the material realm and the spiritual realm. Because it's, Mm. I, it's kind of a gangster stance. I'm just going to say, if I was a man Mm -hmm. in a a dress, man, I still like, (laughs) you better fucking recognize. People be like, what the fuck is this guy all about? I'm all about about everything. So on the table in front of him, (laughs) it's got the four different suits represented. So um, wands, cups swords and pentacles so he's got all of the elements so they also those also represent elements he's got all the elements he's got all the suits he's got everything he needs right in front of him boom right there all right motherfucking there he's got an infinity symbol above his head so like the lazy eight and then he's also got (laughs) i love you for calling it the lazy eight (laughs) it is (laughs) it is no it absolutely is i love that thank you Mm, forever calling it a lazy eight you're welcome i I don't know why where i got that but i'm like yeah it's a fucking lazy eight like clearly it is um so he's got the lazy eight and then he's got uh euro boros around his waist which is a snake biting its tail so oh, he fucking does as i like yeah. squint and hold the card closer to my face like oh he does i never noticed that fascinating okay sorry do you no 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 good do you remember when we were doing this we were going through her uh journal or your her journey or whatever elizabeth robuck jones and we were like mm, whatever and we'd have to go look at the card every single time they were yes. like, this is on the card we're like whatever like we fucking know <laughs> you know right because we were like mm-hmm. really we'd like study our cards um sorry that was just really fun so anyway <laughs> So he's got his lazy eight and his or euro. I want to say that word wrong so bad. Euroborus, 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 Euroborus. I my yeah. mouth wants to make all O sounds because there's a lot of O's in the word, so <laughs> it's really hard for my fucking mouth to do that. Um, so those things are symbolizing. Um, I don't know how you say it. It's like so. He's got everything he needs, right? I mean, it's just, I feel like that is the main thing I think of whenever I see him is that he's got everything he needs. Um, mm-hmm. So the infinity symbol above his head and then the Euroboros, he's got access to unlimited potential, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the, he's, his actual outfit that he's wearing, he's wearing a white robe, which is a symbol of purity. And then he's also wearing a red cloak, which is red, with a red cloak, which is red. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that indicates like experience in the world so like he's pure but he's not fucking green like he's not a noob he knows right. what's up but he's still like up here it makes it's like it feels like kind of higher self to me um yeah for sure 
and with his whole hand up and down, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at all my cards, so I'm getting distracted with his hand <laughs> up and down. He's like, it's about, it's kind of a card about manifestation as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, in front of him, there are flowers, um, which are indicating like things coming to fruition, um, manifestation, basically. Everything's freaking manifesting. So his ideas and aspirations yeah. are happening. Um, what else? I don't know. I just love him. He, there's, I don't know. He's a bad motherfucker. When I was looking this up, I was like, I kind of want a Euroboros tattoo. Ooh, that would be cool. Neat, right? And it's a snake. Yeah. The snake's fucking cool. So his ruling planet cool. is Mercury, um, which Mercury is, I did not go as in-depth as you did. So I'm sorry. I only know the Mercury that's stuff. Okay. That's also my ruling planet. Maybe that's why I vibe with that card so hard. Maybe. I'm like, yeah. I love him. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yay. I just figured that out. <laughs> um, Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. So Mercury is communication. Okay. Like Mer- Mercury in retrograde. Don't sign any contracts. Don't make any deals. Shit like that. So it's right. like, I feel like it's kind of um, like a yes card to me whenever I see mm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in terms of the whole uprights and reversals, I feel like we should talk about that later too. Um, if he's an upright guy. He's saying to me, whenever I look at it, do it. This is it. You're ready. Get your shit together and let's go. Like now is the time to do that thing. So the key part of that though, being have your shit together. So Mm, you you really need to have a clear vision of what it is that you're going for. So if you get in this card in a reading and you're like, I'm fixing to do this, or I've started to do this, you need to have a very clear vision of what you want. You you know, it's like, I want to be happy. What does happy look like? Right. So what does my vision look like? Mm-hmm. so you really yeah, need to tools aren't scattered all over the room they're lined up neatly on the table in front of him like he's got his shit where he needs it to be it's not all over the place right so get your poop in a group basically in my everyday life now <laughs> you're welcome it is the g-rated version of get your fucking shit together which sometimes you can't say that to people so you right. know get your poop in a group, in a group. <gasps> sorry those i'm sorry this is me. i love it okay yes totally get your shit in a row. get your shit together poop in a group. <laughs> so he is a powerful motherfucker he's doing his thing but be very clear about what you want don't be vague if you're if you haven't started something yet get your make your vision board do whatever you need to do if you've already started Mm. something clarify it and make it make it just very very clear to yourself and everyone else um now if it's reversed um you're still you're still that guy but you're not feeling it so you're like you're like the fool carrying a staff except you're probably gripping onto it thinking it's gonna fall and it's weak you know what i mean Mm, okay you don't have the balls, the testicular fortitude. Boom. I will church up <laughs> anything, by the way. I will say anything terrible better so I can say it. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, God. Yes. So there's like an uncertainty to that whenever that card comes up. Um, just kind of being unsure. How do I actually manifest this thing? So, like, maybe you have your vision, but you have no fucking clue how to do it. Mm, You're like, well, okay. I can tell you what I want, but mm, how, you know. Um, Excuse me, God. So the thing to remember when you get that card reverse is the universe is on your side. The universe wants 
you to succeed. Um, mm. So if you get this card reversed, you might be struggling doing something. So you might've taken that step and been like, I was magician upright. And now you're feeling super magician reversed about it. Um, mm, okay. It could be that you don't have the clear vision that you need, or it could be the universe saying, a no, no, this is not for your highest good. Fucking stop. <laughs> so the universe, she's a fickle, fickle lady. I'm just saying, because she's mm-hmm. like, I'm on your side. And you're like, that's great, but I don't know what's best for me and you do. So right. I'm fucking shit up. <laughs> and it's getting fucked up, but I'm not getting the message because I'm bad at this. You know what I mean? Like right. the, the universe, <laughs> it's so amazing because the universe, I feel like the universe actually wants you to do well. Like when people right. are like, oh, everything's bad. No, everything actually should be easy. Like it should be nice. It shouldn't be hard. Nobody should have to suffer. Nobody should have a bad time you know, the universe wants to support you in doing your thing. So it's a, it's right. kind of amazing how, when you can align your actions with your thoughts and with the visions that you have, how you can really manifest stuff because it wants to happen. It's like, right. Come on, man. You know, like, come on, man, just figure it out. Yeah. Like, just, just tell me. It. And it's like, Oh no, no, I'm not going to do that. That's right. Cheating. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I really like the magician card. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at all of them. Not all of all of them right now, but I really love like all my different decks of them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I really love the wild unknown one. Like I love that fucking cheetah. Is that the leopard? It's a leopard. I think it's a leopard. Isn't she sitting with like the galaxy globe in front of her kind of, no. is that the one? That's the high priest, high priestess. Oh, the too. leopard has got the like sword, I think along one of her sides. She's got all the elements. It's, kind of, it's a very red and orange card. Oh yes, yes, yes. Now I remember. Mm. Yes. I know the colors help me. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably one of my favorite magician awesome. cards. Yeah. I, I like feel it. like the magician is a very optimistic card. Like I always feel <laughs> very encouraged when he shows up because it's very much like you have everything that you need. Like you just have to figure out how best to use it, but you, you're not, you're not blocked. You have everything you need. Just figure it out, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, then I guess like the worst thing that it could be indicating if even if it were reverse, which reverses air quotes are bad air quotes. Um, I have a problem with them, but it would be like manipulation. So if you're manifesting, mm-hmm. you're manipulating in a sense because you're manipulating reality to you. So you could be manipulating others reality for you, but not aligned mm-hmm. with the highest mm-hmm. good or like fucking people over. I'm so like trickery, yeah. greed, being skeevy kind of, but yeah, I feel yeah. like I would, I would, I have a hard time tying that to skeevy. I guess it's because I'm maybe because I don't do reversals well, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's for like, it, it's kind of the difference between is like, just because it's your higher good, are you fucking somebody over in the process? Like, it's that like, right. Sure, right. you have everything, but are you using it for your greatest good? Or are you just being a dick with it? Like, maybe right. don't. Yeah. So <laughs> to tie it with the fool, maybe don't. Um, so to tie it with the fool, I feel like so if the fool is like the jumping off point, there's there's a point in his journey kind of right in the beginning where he's taken the yeet and he kind of has that moment of doubt and i feel like that's the one the magician shows up to be like no no don't doubt your journey like you have everything you need keep going like he's definitely like a like you can do this like in a way like his little disco hands are like nope keep 
pointing the direction like keep going like you can't go back up you 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 jump down you can't go back up keep going which is also pretty encouraging it's a pretty positive card Mm -hmm. all things considered even reversed it's not necessarily like yeah for sure it's like maybe maybe reassess disco hands what he's like like why didn't i just describe it like that that would have been so clear like you know like john travolta fuck you staying alive baby oh hey yay for john travolta great disco loving that love staying alive that's the beat to which you do cpr that is that's how you keep people alive doing cpr staying alive ironic because they're not oh this world what what kind of world are we living in here That's disco so awesome. figures now you're never gonna look at the fool and not think Yeet, and you're <laughs> never gonna look at the magician and not go staying alive which i mean disco hands <laughs> i feel like when i see john travolta i so i've never seen any of that movie that this all this is referencing or whatever but when mm-hmm. i see him in that i could definitely feel some magician energy because he's like oh, oh for bitch. sure girl oh, yes don't mm-hmm. unbutton another button on my shirt <laughs> like what <laughs> sir I don't my collars can't it. be any bigger like oh, yes. yes oh gentle <laughs> is so beautiful he is so beautiful oh, i love that so much so <laughs> zero for the fool one for the magician oh what's our next card da, 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 da. coming up at number two we have uh, the high priestess oh girl is my she bitch. A fancy bitch i i love i feel like this is like the witchiest card in the deck if that makes sense because this bitch this bitch so disrespectful this woman this high priestess um she she calls us to listen to her intuitive ability she's all about the moon and intuition and listening to yourself and getting in touch with your psychic powers and she's magic as fuck man dude magic as fuck so her ruling planet not surprisingly is the moon right super appropriate so appropriate so the moon qualities it's like your deepest and this again uh cafeastrology.com uh your deepest personal needs basic habits and reactions um our unconsciousness uh the mother and feminine energy a mediator between inner and outer worlds oh god so good yes moon yes that is the high priestess so um upright oh, it's getting dark in my car y'all sorry i gotta move my shit closer to my face um <laughs> in my car. uh so upright as i said it's intuition it's mystery it's awareness so she really calls you to listen to your instincts don't ignore those gut feelings um your inner voice is calling you in the right direction don't ignore signs and symbols that are around you know you can make the right decision again and again if you just listen to the voice within be silent open your third eye shut the fuck up and listen (laughs) yes 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 that's so perfect Mm. it is so perfect so the reverse of this is not necessarily like the thing about reversals and we can talk about this more a little bit later because i feel like we're totally going to it's not necessarily like the opposite like right it's not necessarily like this is off or it's bad like so it's not intuitive it's not mystery it's not awareness in her case instead of being mystery and um awareness it's logic it's evidence it's doubt so it's that you've lost touch with your inner wisdom and it's definitely it's 
reversed, it calls you to slow down and listen, believe in yourself, meditate in order to tune into those messages that are coming from yourself, your spirit guides, the universe, wherever. So it's not necessarily like you don't have any intuition, you don't have any awareness. It's like, whoa, whoa, you need to tap into that. Like there's important messages there to be had. Absolutely. Um, like you're, so you're think is, it or you're not listening. Yeah. To yeah. Right. So it's, it's more, it's less of a, like you suck. You don't have any intuition. It's more of like a, yo bitch, dial it in, dial into it. So the picture in the Rider weight deck, it's uh, there's the big black and white columns. She is. Oh God. i know it you just remembered and i am absolutely going to mention it (laughs) she is a stop it she's wearing a white dress she's got a blue cloak on her shoulders she's wearing a fancy crown and there is a veil hung up between the two columns i'm gonna have to do it first because you're not gonna be able to deal (laughs) so we were listening to a podcast root lock radio <laughs> which is wonderful by the way it's a wonderful oh. podcast and if you really want to he spends an entire episode on each card and really dives in like it is a good it is a deep dive into the tarot i really like and it. i recommend it highly he did an episode about the high priestess and um so the card being all about feminine energy and i will describe it again there are two columns on either side she's wearing a crown that is <laughs> i can't even get it out stop it um her crown has a large full moon circle and like taurus horns in the front and center her cloak is folded around her suggestively girl this is a vulva oh my god (laughs) it is lady parts her crown is totally a clitoris yes it is it is it is it is so I feel like y'all are like, hang on, let me go get that card out yes. right the fuck now. Yes, go look shit. at it right now. Do you it. cannot not see a pussy when you look at that card now. Dude, whenever I was listening <laughs> to that and he fucking said that, I was like, son of a bitch. Because now you can't <laughs> ring the bell. You, know? <laughs> you, can't, it's, it's you cannot terrible. unring that bell. Because I, I might even listen to that on the way to work. And when I got to work, I might have been like, bro, listen to this. <laughs> and I was like, this is what he said about the card. And then we looked at it and we were both horrified. I feel like that happened. But that happened. It, we were at work. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like I listened to on the way to work and I was like, what? Because he's, bless his heart. He's got a beautiful speaking voice. He's very, he does. it's not monotone at all, but it's like kind of um, like soothing. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. saying good things. Like he's talking about shit I like. So I already want to listen to it. But he is like, the card is very, mind you, there's no lead up to this. Vaginal. And I'm like, whoa, I'm sorry. Vaginal. So sorry. Yes. What? Vaginal. <laughs> what? And it's I vaginal. Guess, all fucking ears tuned right the fuck in. Excuse me? What? I'm sorry, what? Oh my God. He described (laughs) it and I was dying inside. So her and the folds of her fucking gown are Mm -hmm, the labia. mm -hmm. Labia. Yep. Columns are legs. I can't. It's so much. You can't. Yeah. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, go get your Rider weight deck, find the high priestess, look at her and tell me that's not vaginal. (laughs) It's crazy. Like you'll always remember that. You'll always remember, but it's like the epitome of feminine energy Mm -hmm. in the major arcana. Yeah, it is, and it's divine. Like, okay, yes, it's pussy magic, y'all. Boom. Um, That's real. (laughs) That's that's a thing. 
Hey yo, hey yo. Um, so to <laughs> stop talking about the curtain, <laughs> I can't. It's so good. Okay, so um, so the light blue background and the robes. So the really interesting thing about the card is like she's sitting in front of this veil that is hung between the two columns. And on the veil, there are pineapples and pomegranates, which is all about fertility and the abundance of spiritual life. But it's kind of like she's guarding it. Like it's being blocked from her, which I will get into in a moment. I'm jumping around on myself. So the light blue background in her robes. No, it's okay. The water. uh, So light blue in the deck and her robes. uh, It's water or emotion. So with the cups, the cups are all about water water and emotion go hand in hand so it's strength of will life change kind of out of the blue um it does warn of naivety and wishful thinking but the robes definitely tell you that this is a card about emotions Mm -hmm. um the b and the j on the fucking columns uh they're actually a a throwback to the ancient temple of solomon what what yeah so the b is yeah okay I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It sounds Jesus-y. It is a little Jesus-y. It's a very, okay. um, oh, what is the, I can't think of it right now. It's a little Jesus-y. What's the, fuck, this is going to, I should have written this down because I can't remember it right oh, now. I'm sorry. No, is that's okay. It's the, not Jesus-y. It's the uh, Jewish, what's the, um, I'm to, yeah, kind of. Judaism? But the, tem- the temple, yeah, Judaism. What is it though? Oh my god, I'm drawing a total blank. I'm sorry, everybody. Kabbalah, Kabbalism. Okay. Yeah. Ancient. Yeah. Ancient. So the Temple of Solomon. So the B is for Boaz. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, which is like passive, mystery, um, strength. And then the J is for Jakin, which symbolizes action, consciousness um, means literally he will establish. Ooh, so it's very Ooh. much like that passive and action um it's also the black and white is yin and yang or feminine and masculine so that she kind of balances between the two uh is where she is at the book that she's holding in her little hands which i again was like is she holding the book oh she sure is um (laughs) it is (laughs) it is the torah which is the book of all spiritual knowledge um or it can be like a book um of the course of your life of your spiritual life so i like it's it's not a book it's like a scroll it kind of looks like a book i don't know but i like that she's just holding on to it like it's not a secret like she doesn't have to go right. looking for it she has it it's right there she just has to unroll it and read it and all that information is available to her which is super cool that is super um, cool her flowing robe so the robe kind of pour off her shoulders leave you into her <laughs> lap and down it's like <laughs> it's like water so it just kind of shows um not to be drawn into the emotion of the world so to kind of stay centered in your own feelings and not to get sucked into what everyone else is up to um she is wearing a moon crown click crown uh vulgar it's so vulgar but it's actually the crown of isis you know isis the egyptian mother goddess um but it also kind of looks like a triple goddess crown where the mother maiden crone with the Uh moon and then the the half crescent so all very feminine 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 um her uh let's see the crescent moon down on the bottom there so it's either an astrological and also the instead of being 
moons on her crown sometimes it's no they're known as like taurus horns so it's either like the astrological associations or it represents like an era of matriarchs or the awakening of spirituality and subconsciousness like all of these symbols that's crazy yeah like ladies 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 um and then the cross so she has a cross like right in the middle of her chest um but that is her religion and spirituality uh the seat of the soul is in your chest there so it represents Mm. your inner beliefs your values and your goals oh fascinating um yeah so it's all about and then like in uh 78 degrees of wisdom she has a whole long packet passage about um kind of trying to like reclaim the woman figure in in religion and like how the the papists like the lady popes and how they were um it's it's very involved i was like that seems like a deeper dive than i want to get into but there's a lot of really interesting information about the high priestess as a person if that makes sense in 78 degrees of wisdom as opposed to just like as an archetype like how an actual like like person an acting high priestess is that what you're yes yeah but like in in like the religious in the in the church so like in the christian church and how you said lady um, pope right yeah lady pope lady pope (laughs) i'm a lady pope Pope. but just in like how even like the priests wear gowns and stuff like that to try to be like because some at some point at many points in history people like i don't want this fucking vengeful dude god like i want a loving mother god who is going to like help me and protect me and not just smite me for being an asshole like so it's kind of a way to tie in this kind of desire for feminine mothering protection while still like serving up the fire and brimstone interesting i love that so much i know and also like she definitely she she encourages like she's kind of like a card of woe so like where the magician is like you got everything you need man like he's not yelling at you to do it he's definitely just like we're ready whenever you are like we've got all we need like what do you want to do the high priestess is like okay slow down right (laughs) not so fast like you might be missing something important like allow room for patience it'll be valuable like just take a breath like i feel like the high priestess encourages that that pause that take a breath don't just get wild like sure you have everything yeah you're pumped up from taking that yeet but like whoa boy just let's think about this for a second and make sure we're in the right space hold your horses my goodness <laughs> easy listen to yourself stop get still that's what makes you think of totally meditation mm-hmm. or just disconnecting yes. a little you know not in a negative way but <clears throat> right but just like take a minute to like get a break think before you just yeah yes oh my goodness i love that what do you think about the high priestess what what else do you have what else you got about her she's, she's a queen bitch when i see her uh depending on the deck I see, I guess, well, the thing that I see with everybody is a strong feminine power. So, mm-hmm. and these cards also, um, you know, they're not gender at all. A high priestess is not necessarily female. You have high priestess right. energy is what it's all about. So I think of like a kind of like a sweeter power. Um, not so, like you said, not so brimstone, not so, not such a scary part, but like a benevolent, like, Mm-hmm. this is like i'm gonna tell you that you need to stop now this is what we need to do you know it's like when you're little and you're freaking right. out and your mom is like listen look at me focus like 
right right that kind of calm in the storm where you're like okay somebody who is just like I understand that we're in the middle of an emergency but you need to listen to me and I'm going to tell you what to do and you're like thank god for you (laughs) right now yeah so I feel like she's definitely there like you said to tell you to slow down to stop listen to yourself um I love her when I see her it makes me feel like we're talking about you know my we're talking about our higher chakras now we're talking about our third eye we're talking about our crown um Mm-hmm. What's my connection to that? What, what am I, what am I actually feeling? What am I intuiting in whatever situation? And am I listening to it or am I brushing it off? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, I think of, I, like ego aside, like right. open up and like, it kind of makes me feel um, when you started talking, I started like totally feeling hedge, witch vibes, like, mm-hmm. like, that, mm-hmm. the, like running that fine line between you know, the, all the higher chakras and the lower chakras, you know, if you want to look at it that way, I've been thinking about chakras today. Yeah. So sorry. I'm going to mention those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like the, I don't want to say higher in terms of um, like better, but your right. higher, higher stuff, your higher workings, like if your brain, your intuition, your gut feelings, whatever you want to call it, your hunches or like, listen to yourself. Sometimes you'll have, a when you have a weird thought that comes into your head that you're like, what the fuck? listen to that even just for a second just entertain that thought for a second and see mm-hmm. so I I, I right. love the high priest so she makes me happy when I see her she's good what she does I also feel she also feels like a really encouraging card like mm-hmm. I feel super I feel witchy as hell when she comes up yeah. I'm like oh yes. okay yes I have what I you know like I have that inner voice my concern and here's a question I pose to you as we both struggle with mental health issues mm-hmm. um how do you tell the difference between like this is a helpful inner voice and this is my mental health giving me a bad idea. Like how, how do you know the difference between like, Oh, this is a message from the universe spirit, my higher self. This is from a greater good versus like, this is destructive and not helpful when they sound very like, I can't, sometimes you can't tell the difference. You know what I mean? Yes. And I feel like that is a whole nother show, but I will say this <laughs> because that's a fucking thing, dude. That's a fucking thing. Yeah. And it's super important. And like mental health is important, obviously. You're, you're with yourself all the fucking time, man. So if your brain's not right. having a good time, you're, nobody's having a good time. Like it's the Patricia so, show is sucking today, you know, or whatever this <laughs> month, this week, this yeah. year. Um, but I think that the difference between hearing voices, air quotes in your head, um, or voices mm-hmm. that aren't really there and hearing your intuition or your own self, I think that you're your own self is never going to tell you to do something bad. It's never going to tell you to hurt yourself. It's never going to tell you to hurt mm. somebody else. It's never going to do that because that's not for anybody's fucking highest good. You know what I mean? Right. If right. you were in a really bad situation and like you probably should hurt the other person that's that you're there with and you hear a voice that tells you to hurt that person. I would say, first of all, how bad, how bad do we want to hurt that person? <laughs> how feasible is it? And how much am I going to get hurt back? I, I don't think that that would ever, I think even in that type of situation, I don't think that your intuition or your guides or your higher self would tell you to hurt someone else. Right. Right. I feel like it's, it's even more high priestess. Like you have to dial in further. Like, how does it make you feel yeah. like it's not enough to be like, I had this random thought. I'm going to chase that down a rabbit hole, but like, stop. Like, how did that make me feel? Do I feel good pursuing that line of thinking or does it just make me feel bad about myself? Right. Because if you feel bad about yourself, it's probably your mm, bad mental health and it's not coming from your higher self. It's not coming from your spirit guides. Cause they're never going to be like, you suck and you should quit. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> 
they're going to be like, you're making yourself miserable and you should quit. (laughs) Really? I mean, it's, yeah, I definitely think that I I hope that people can tell the difference because that would suck to think that your higher self wants you to do something bad to yourself, you know, or to never get out of bed or, or, you know, or whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, But that's a, that's not gonna, that's such a thing though. That would be a good show. Yeah. That'd be a good, we should do that. We should make an episode of that by itself because i feel like we could both talk about that for a while so so those are the first three cards of the major arcana i feel like we covered them pretty well um i'm excited about the next three it's so good i'm really enjoying like we've both been reading tarot for a long time i think you are much better at it than i am because you are much more intuitive with your readings and you're just you just you you know the cards better than I do but I still struggle with like I read a card I pick up the book I read a card I pick up the book like I don't even hardly look at them before I'm reaching for my little guidebook so this has been a super good practice to really look at them out of context so I like I know them without trying to read them and interpret them Mm -hmm. I'm just learning them so I'm super excited to take this journey with you and the fool and to learn these cards I'm super excited Mm -hmm. so it's so good. A couple questions I have for you regarding the tarot. And yeah, I'm going to go over an hour. Sorry, everybody. Just buckle up. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> um, so there is a lot of hoorah-rah about you can't buy your own tarot decks. True or false? False. Buy your all the tarot decks you buy want. It. Buy it. You like it? Buy it. Treat yes. yourself. It's Treat fine. yourself. You don't. If you're not sure if you should buy a tarot deck, ask me. I will convince you to buy it. Oh, yes. <laughs> If you ever want to be convinced to buy anything, talk to Sarah. She is a bad influence, but it's always so much fun. Um, or if you're if you're really feeling some type of way and you're really feeling like somebody should have to gift you a deck, a some of these decks are expensive. Like some of right. them are very reasonably priced, and some of them are a little fucking pricey. And that's a yeah. big gift to give someone. And how the fuck I know that your ass is just not is going to use it? You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. I mean, like, well, I feel like I could give you a tarot deck. And even if you weren't reading it, reading from it every day, I feel like it would be going to a good home. You know what I mean? So, but like, oh, for sure. In terms of your first deck and, you know, giving it, if you really feel that way, have somebody buy you a deck and you give them another one or something. You know what I mean? Right. If you have to have that exchange it or something. Yeah. I like to think of it as like, I am gifting myself this deck. Thank you, me. You're welcome, me. Like, yeah. (laughs) I think you should. But I think it's just, yeah, if you like it, get it. There's just a superstition. Like it's not yeah. as powerful unless someone else picked it for you. I feel like that kind of takes you down a slippery slope of like you have to rely on someone else to grant you permission to use this tool. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's gatekeeping. It's gross. I don't like it. Yep. I hate gatekeeping. Fuck you. <laughs> I will break your fucking gate. I hate that so much. Like I hate it so much it's too. Not like exclusion oh. thing at all. Like no. the right club. Fuck you. You're the new president. Come on in. Buy a tarot deck. Like, I don't give a fuck. And make <laughs> join the party. I'll teach you all about it. Let's read tarot. Yeah. For sure. It's so cool. Like what was um what was the first deck you ever had? The first deck I ever had was the Osho Zen Tarot, which I had when I was in high school, when I was dabbling um, in witchcraft the first time. And it's a beautiful, it's not traditional, it's not based on rider weight at all. Um, and the cards have like a keyword on them instead of just being like symbols and stuff like that. So I used that one pretty much exclusively for probably a year or two my uh my friend at the time she was also reading tarot and i wanted something different than what she had so i could do my own thing while doing the same thing it's a thing anyway um (laughs) and i remember we sat we worked at a a bar and grill together and for one i don't remember if it was halloween or what but we both sat next to each other 
at a table and we just did tarot card readings for a bar full of people for tips thinking this is a good idea I was like 16 like who is letting me who is letting me do this uh thank you everyone who let me do that (laughs) but I was doing a card reading for someone and I was just doing like a 12 card straight spread like 12 cards boop 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 kind of, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and some dude sat down he was cute I remember and like we were going through the cards and it came to a point where I was like so you were on this path and like I see like professionalism and it was like you were like doing like a, something competitive and he was like yeah like baseball and I was like okay and then the next card I was like but something happened that you can't do that anymore and he pulled his sho- his sleeve up to show me a scar on his shoulder and I was so into the reading that I was like okay whatever and just kind of kept going but he was showing me that he had a rotator cuff injury that took him out of playing baseball where he was on like a track to go pro. Wow. And I was like, Oh, he, he's like that. I can't, I don't, you can stop. I don't want I don't want anymore. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, really? Did he get freaked out? And I was like, Oh, did I do a bad job? And he was like, Nope, 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 Nope. You did great. Here's like 20 bucks. And he left. He didn't wow. finish his reading. He was like, I'm, I'm done. And I was like, and I, I was so baffled and I was so like flustered that he just like quit the reading. And I was like, Oh, I did it wrong. And then I, in retrospect, I was like, Oh, Oh, I wasn't wrong at all. I was too right. He got freaked out. You're a professional witch too. (laughs) Girl. My my younger self. My younger self. You're still you. You're a professional witch. Shut up. You have to take it now. Hey. I'll take it. Boom, pow. Uh, Professional tarot reader. Thank you very much. I've accepted money for my readings. (laughs) What What was your first deck? My first deck was the Aquarian Tarot. I wanted I wanted to ask you this. Did you get yourself the Osho Zen deck? I did. I got it from uh, Barnes and Noble, baby. <gasps> oh, so good. Bought it, my, um, bought it my damn so. Oh, yeah. Feeling like such a rebel in the new age section. Like, <gasps> sneaky, sneaky. Oh, so I love it. Put it right next to the Christian section, baby. Yes. <laughs> like, I love oh, it. Oh, right behind me. We're learning all kinds of crazy stuff. But over here, it's all right. witches and tarot cards. I yeah. Lo- <laughs> I love looking in that section when there's somebody in the Christian section because they're always looking at mm-hmm. you like, not always. I, should, I don't mean to be horrible. Christians are fine, wonderful, lovely people, whatever. But there's always... <laughs> People always look at you weird when you're looking at the weird Little shit. side eye. Yeah. Like, oh, what you doing? So mine was the experience. I feel it at the library too and I'm like beelining towards like the witch <laughs> books at the library. <laughs> People are always like right next door looking at like something normal and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, yep, totally looking at these books. Yes. God. Gonna grab like a stack of six of them. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom gave it to me when I was probably like, that's cool. Yeah. Cause she knew I liked weird shit and she was like, mm-hmm. this is fucking weird. Here you go. She gave me. Did she read tarot? No. Or did she just see them and thought she they was, were weird? She saw them. And, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that. So, so my mom lived until I was, you know, very much into adulthood, and she's dead now, which is fine. Um, but I feel like yeah, because well, people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Like it's fine. She can be dead. That's right. Great. Good for her. She's having a better time. Like she was having a bad time. So, um, she. I don't really like. I wish I would have asked different questions of her whenever I talked to her because. Like, mm-hmm. why would you get me tarot cards? That's nothing any of us ever did. Ever. I think that right. they had a Ouija board, like, once when I was really little. And then they got rid of it because it was scary somehow. I don't even know the whole story because I was that Good. Exactly. Ouija boards are scary. Get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're freaky. Don't use them, please. They're, they're, they scare me. Use them at your, at your own risk. Um, But it was, I don't know why she gave them to me. She gave me a couple other decks, too. And I remember there was a bookstore in... Um, a mall that's not around anymore that was going out of business and i know she had gotten she got me a writer weight from there like on sale so i don't know if she mm. gotten them all from there and she like parceled them out to me 
Um, right. If she just caught him on a good sale and was like, yeah. oh, it's for Patricia. It's yeah, because she got me the writer weight and then she also got me the, I'm going to say it wrong, T-H-O-T-H, Toth, Toth tarot deck, Aleister Crowley's deck. Oh, girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> if anybody, this is a, I'm sending this shit out right into the universe right now. If any fucking buddy understands anything about that deck, please fucking tell me. <laughs> Because it is so bizarre that deck. I one hundred not one hundred percent. I shouldn't say that. I I would say eighty five percent. I read that bitch intuitively because I have no idea what these fucking cards are doing. There, it's wild. Yeah, that's good though. There are so many books about it out there. There are people that are like strictly like that's the deck they read and that's the deck they know. And they're like, there's some there is some depth and breadth to that fucking deck. There's so much like just trying to read the little white book we were like what the <laughs> fuck is this even mean i just feel like i vomited word yeah. salad like i don't even know it's crazy. <laughs> and then you're like maybe i should read it different maybe i put the, the emphasis on the wrong syllable you know like did i say this wrong like what the fuck right it's the weirdest thing yeah. and matter of fact the the okay so i have my cards out for the cards that we were talking about guess how many fucking mm-hmm. magician cards that deck has three and they're oh, all number one. Just yep. what? They're all number ones, and they're all different magicians. Um, one says the magus, another one says the magus, and okay. then one says the ma- the magician. And it's crazy. Weird. It's so fucking weird. weird. Why would you do that to me? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the cards are different enough that, like, I definitely get a. a a vibe whenever I look at these cards, they're crazy. If you want to get wild with imagery, have at it. That's good. But that's good though, that it's just so I love that you can read that deck so intuitively because like the written explanation is so bizarre that you're like, okay, I'm just gonna nope to that <laughs> and just read them. And I feel like you've always given really accurate and resonating readings with that whenever you've busted them out for people because you're just going from your gut, you're just reading it intuitively. And it's always like, oh shit, sis. Yes. That's so cool. And I wanted I do want to go back to one thing. Um, you're full of shit. You oh. read tarot just as well, if not better than me. <laughs> And you don't <laughs> let yourself not pick up the book. Girl. You pick up the book because it's mm. easy to do. You already know the fucking answers. It is so easy to do. Sarah and I, w- we did, we were on a tarot frenzy for a hot minute. And oh, yeah. we were <laughs> so good. We didn't even work the same shift, but we had like an hour, two hours of overlap. I don't know what. So mm-hmm. we would, you know, fingers crossed, we would be able to fuck around and do some readings. Y'all. You don't know how many spreads there are that we did. And we would, and then of course at work, whoever was there would be like, what y'all doing? You know? And we're like, being fucking cool. You want to come over? And they're like, yes. Ain't a bunch of weirdos. You want, you watch tarot cards read? Yeah. Everybody loved it. So good. Every single person loved it. And they always had fun. And so we would kind of like co-read together and mm-hmm. yeah huge, which is super fun was super fun and you were so amazing you are amazing but i remember <laughs> just being like yes what she said listen to that that's right fucking on because you i feel like you almost like drop down into yourself sometimes whenever you're talking about stuff like things that you fucking know like i feel like specifically mm-hmm. with you and generally but you get like you drop down into yourself and you're like just like not autopilot but going from a place of confidence and knowledge and feeling like you're on top of it you know what i mean so yeah 
I think that's why I read I read easier from the Crotero by MJ Cullinay, I think is her last name. It's Crotero is an indie deck. Um, it's so good. But I feel like I read that better because I can remove myself from it. I'm like, this is a message from the crows, bro. Like, <laughs> this is not me being a dick. This is them. Right. Like, they want you to know. Because I feel like when it comes from me, there's definitely like when I read for my husband and stuff, I go straight to the book. I'm like, I don't want you to feel like this is me being a bitch wife and like <laughs> not playing fair. So I'm going to read from the book. Right. <laughs> you can take from that what you will just so you know but like i my goal in doing this uh study with you through the majors is that i can get a little bit more confident and not reach for the book right away and try harder to just read the cards and let the messages come to me so along those lines i wanted to ask you what do you do to get yourself ready to do a tarot card reading do you have any kind of like pre-shuffle ritual or do you do it while you shuffle like how do you get yourself ready to receive those messages and to do it or do you just like boom spitball off the top of your head tell me your tell me your ways well i guess what i'm reading for myself if i'm alone i'm a little more like reverent about it um if i'm with else i end up mm-hmm. talking but um across the board any i feel like this is like a tarot 101 anyone should do this whenever you're shuffling cards think about your question and set your intention to ask this question and get this information for your highest good say who you want to talk to um if you have a very specific thing ask it don't please don't ask yes or no questions you can if you want to but it's dumb. <laughs> just fucking get a pendulum or get a get a deck of playing cards and red is yes and black is no whatever you know what i mean like right I feel like, right you don't have to waste the tarot's kind of time on a yes no question I mean, you can do <laughs> like, it absolutely people do it and you can do it but it just seems like it's such a waste because they're so rich it's such a rich answer you can get you know yeah um, but yeah, set the intention if I have another, if I'm reading for another person, depending on, I don't know. I usually let people touch my decks. I'm okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. but like, mm, like some of my decks that I'm looking at right now, I wouldn't let just anybody touch them. Like I'd let you touch them because you're, you're, yeah, but I feel like, I feel like the decks will tell you, like, I have some decks that like my crows are like, don't let people touch us. I'm like, Oh, cool. okay. Fair. Right. Yeah. Oh, I respect that. I'll be like, I just, you can you focus your intention but you're not touching the crows they don't like that they don't want your grubby hands right. on their body <laughs> so like, if i'm if i'm so not letting them would... shuffle then i'm thinking about them i will like their name mm-hmm. you know their full name um and then ask the question and then even as well i'll ask so like if i'm doing a spread i'll ask each question each position that the card's going to be in whatever that question is and then as i'm laying them down mm-hmm. i will say to myself this is you know the situation this is the obstacle this is the mm-hmm. way to get through the obstacle or whatever just like let that card know hey this is what your job is so if you want to be magical and change right, it to another right. card please do it now it's your last chance right <laughs> now is your chance so do you ever so you just shuffle once and then done or do you shuffle for each pull or do you feel like it just kind of depends on your mood that, and how the cards are feeling mood, yeah because sometimes i can just shuffle, split the deck. I almost always split the deck. Um, usually just in half for sure. Sometimes mm-hmm. in three if I'm feeling fancy. Um, but sometimes it feels like it all needs to come from the top. And then sometimes it feels like it needs to shuffle in between. So it just, yeah, it just depends mm-hmm. how big the spread is probably too. <laughs> just depends. Yeah. Right. Cause you're like, I do not right. want to shuffle 27 exactly. times. Oh. <laughs> what about you? What do you do? Oh, and I do want to plug. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm cut you off. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. What about you? What's your, <laughs> uh, what do you do before you do a reading for yourself and for others? Um, 
I will usually apologize to my cards because it's usually been a while since I've gotten them out, but I will spend a little bit of time like talking to my cards, like just as like a hi, thanks so much. Like, sorry, I haven't been in touch lately. (laughs) (laughs) I miss you. Um, Especially with the crows. I feel like I need to be like, thank you so much for showing up. And I appreciate you because they're just, you know, shiny things. So I always try to just take a little bit of time to focus on the cards and to just give a little bit of gratitude for the messages that they have given in the past and are about to give me. And I try to make sure I try to make my, put my feet flat on the ground, just as like a, like, Otherwise, like my feet are up on something or like weird. And I'm just like, I try to make sure that I am like for a moment, at least like grounded through my feet. And then um, just a little, you know, like, thank you to the cards, ask for my hair. And then I will, if it's a small spread, I ask the question mm-hmm. while I'm shuffling, like just to kind of like repeat it as like a mantra and just kind of focus on that and then draw the card. Um, and sometimes I will draw the card, look it up, draw the card, look it up, or else I'll just draw the card and then lately I have been shuffling between every pull but like you said I think if it was for like a bigger one I would probably just be like all right it is what it is like let's just do this but I feel like by focusing on the individual questions I can put that little bit of extra energy into the cards and get like that little bit more of an accurate response does that make sense I love that you like ground a little bit there that's awesome so smart like hey guys so do you have so this is another big controversy in the tarot world is there a right way to shuffle your tarot cards no i did not know that there was a controversy for that um just try try oh, not to drop yes them. some people are like ew you can put you can put that this this makes me want to die inside you can lay them all out on the table backs up and smear them around like a little kid and that's a shuffle baby i hate that don't do that with my fucking cards but you can (laughs) that is a way to shuffle prefer you didn't like some people think that like rifle shuffling you know like they do in vegas like like that they're like don't do that and other people are like that's the only way i do it like so there's a lot of like oh you should do it with your right hand you should do it with your left hand you should never rifle shuffle you should always rifle shuffle there's a whole bunch of like what's the right or wrong way i will usually take them um and throw them from one hand to the other hand at random like from one hand to the other and then sometimes i will fan them out in my hands and then Mm -hmm. pick one from there um other times i will shuffle until i have a jumper (laughs) which a jumper is a card that just falls out and it's usually like hey i'm the one okay unless i drop like a bunch and i'm like then i'm just clumsy but like if one jumps out you are the one all right kiddo (laughs) split you in your spot but yeah there's there's a big like anyone shuffle however you want however you're comfortable handling your cards however your cards like to be handled some of these cards are really big like they're not they're like my that toth deck or however you say it they're fucking massive like they're not you don't fit in your hands like (laughs) like i used playing cards for something like a month or so ago and i I was like there this is a mini deck like they were so fucking small because i've only i've only been touching my tarot cards it's crazy you get like a normal deck of playing cards right. you're like why are they so done. small like, what am i supposed to do when you get one of those tiny pops and you're like oh my god right and like oh it's like a baby i feel like a giant <laughs> so good so let me ask you this what is your favorite deck and your favorite card they do not have to be from the same deck Oh, so let's see. My favorite deck right now has to be the Crow Tarot deck just because oh, we vibe in. Like, I just love that those are my booze. Like, they are straightforward. They will cut you like a knife, but you'll be like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, 
ow, thank you. That's, I guess, what I needed to hear. It's so mean. Um, but the art is great. They really resonate with me. Um, and they're crows, and I love crows. So I definitely, I am vibing on that one. I've been spending a lot of time with the Rider Waite deck just as, like, a study deck. Um because I also feel like the crows are like, don't bother us about this. Like, if, <laughs> like they're just like, mm, we're here for important shit and deep shit. So don't, don't every day, like, mm, what do you want? Leave us alone. So, um, but the crow deck by far. And my favorite card, like the card I always look at when I'm looking at a deck, I love to see mm. the death card and see what that one looks like is one of my favorite. Like, I just want to see how you depict it. And um, uh, probably the high priestess. I do. That's always like, and the oh, star those star. are sorry okay. those are three those are the ones i always look at when i'm like oh a new deck which ones am i looking for to like see the art on them it's always death the high priestess and the star those are my favorites what about Ooh, you Same i question. don't know my favorite deck that's not a fair question because i have too many of them uh, i've been vibing <laughs> with my aquarium tarot um although i will say that the last reading that i did with them was not very nice so they're taking a oh break. no um and <laughs> you guys are fired go sit down and think about what you've done feelings about it like i did my fucking year ahead spread for my birthday and so yeah. rever- reversals right those are i have a problem with reversals i felt like in this spread that day right then i should have re- i needed to read reversals man did i get a lot and boy okay. were they not positive so Oof. it was oh. a gross um so yeah, so it wasn't my favorite <laughs> reading ever, but I love, I don't know, I love all my decks. I really do. I'm the, Right yeah. now, those are my favorite. My favorite all over? Oh God, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I have, it's like uh, picking your favorite child. Like it's too hard. Because to <laughs> they're uh, assholes. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Um, what card do I like the most? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, really, I love a good Empress card. I love the High Priestess. I I like to look at the Death card too, because mm-hmm. um, he's just fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I don't I don't know. I like to look at MM. I was, I'm like having all these answers, like oh the Tower, and then I want to see this, and then I want to see that one. <laughs> like I do. I like to see the Tower card because I don't know how I'm gonna feel. And because of you're gonna know exactly what I mean when I say this, because of my Wild Unknown deck, I always look at the Nine and the Ten of Swords. <laughs> those are my <laughs> those are brutal Dude, fucking cards fuck god <laughs> so mean um so yeah i always have to know what they look like because they're, they're gonna so be mean. prominently featured in most of my friends <laughs> in most of your readings so dumb. <laughs> so dumb so dumb i love it i love it though i do want to take a moment to plug um so there's a gal on youtube of course um her channel is boho tarot and she has a journal printable journal thing called and also comes in you can get it not printable but it's called tarot bound and it's like a way to deep dive and journal through your tarot and oracle decks um which we've both been working on for some of our decks and it's super fun kind of way to focus and really dig into your decks and your cards and your feelings about them. Um, so I highly, highly recommend her, um, her tarot bound again, her, her channel is boho tarot. Um, it's really great resource. Mm-hmm. Super great resource for that. As far as like learning your own interpretations of your right. decks. I would agree. And then probably our favorite tarot reader ever. Madeline Joan written in the stars. Madeline Joan. So, oh, oh my God. So did good. you see that she liked our last post on Instagram? 
I did. Oh, I so almost fucking died. I was like, oh, I've got a little red dot. Let me look, go look and see. Oh, and you're like, yeah. Oh, it's Madeline. Oh, oh. Madeline, you're wonderful. She's just the best. Like, if you're looking for good tarot readings, and she, I just like the first time I listened to her, I was like, damn, she is speaking to me. Like, it just like, and just the way she talks about the tarot, Mm -hmm. she gets excited about the tarot. Like, and it's infectious. Like, you're like, I'm excited because you're excited. Like, she'll pull a card and be like, Oh my god, I love it. Oh yeah, I love it when she's laying out the spread. She fucking kills me. It's just like, I'll show you in a minute. I'll show you in a minute. She's like, Hang on, just hang on. I'm sorry. I can't. I love her. She's so great. She's, she's uh, great. Madeline she's Jones. good Madeline at what Jones. she does oh. and it's fun and she seems so genuine and sincere. Like, I love her. Yes. Yay. Thank you. She's great. She has a Patreon. We'll have to, we will again plug her and tag her. We'll tag everybody in. Um, we'll do an Instagram post yep. so we can tag everybody. We'll tag um, Elizabeth Roebuck Jones. We'll tag Boho Terrell. We'll tag um, Madeline, just so you guys can kind of find some of these resources. These are a few of our favorites. Um, but yeah, so good. So in our next episode, we kind of realized that we're doing like an informative episode and then a talky episode. So not the next episode that we publish, but the one after that, we will continue the fool's journey. We'll look at the next three cards in the major arcana and kind of go from there. So if you guys have any questions or you want to share with us your favorite fool magician or high priestess um send us a dm slide into those dms yes. with your tarot or tag us in um, your we would picture love to all see of your them. decks i want to see all of your decks yes oh yeah. yes yes <gasps> show us your decks show us your decks and tag us in it because yeah. we want to see them our instagram in case you weren't sure is <gasps> which get weird it's so perfect i love it i try to post but i don't want to like over post and be annoying and crazy but Sometimes I have Ugh, over post. Last night was so funny because I'm like, oh, I need to post about the moon. Like I was, I had already done like my stuff with my crystal bowl and I was getting ready to go to bed. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I just need to like stay awake for like five more minutes, find a good post for Instagram. And then I <laughs> go down the rabbit hole and I'm like, okay, next picture, possum. That's what we're using. Sorry. Have anything to do with the moon? I love possums <laughs> and they're in my gallery. So here's the possum. I know that possum, he, he's actually deceased. Boom. Now. He was a little piece. Oh, but yeah. So that's our Instagram. And then we have an email. Uh, Sarah, what's our email? Yes. Oh, it is witchgetweird at gmail.com. Send us the email. Tell us all yes. about your stuff. Tell us what your favorite spread is. Tell us that we are really smart. Tell us that we're really dumb. Just send us an email. It's so exciting. <laughs> I just sent us an email. I don't even care. Just send us an email. Like my mom used to send emails where she would just write something in the subject line and at the end of it, write N slash M for no message. She just wanted me to send me a sentence. This is before we texted. And I would get an email. I would be happy with that. Send us a sentence. And she would be like, whatever, whatever, whatever. NM. And the first time I opened up my email, I'm like, there's no message. She's like, I put NM on there. It means there's no message. I'm like, okay. Sorry. I, <laughs> You're like, oh, that's no messages N slash M. I did not know that. That's the only time I've ever seen anyone use it, but don't tell her that. I didn't know that either. I would have assumed well, it was. Right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a thing. I think she made it up. So whatever. You can send us an email like that, though. That's my point. Um, I would love it. Just, yeah, no yeah. message, just something in the subject line, even if it's you guys suck. Yeah. Yay. I'll and take it. Apparently- <laughs> 
and last but not least, surprise what? for you, Patricia, we oh, have a Facebook up. group. Do we, really? we do, we do. I set it up last night. That means you got to get oh, back on Facebook, me, though. <laughs> so we have a Facebook group for our weirdo coven members. So if you guys want to come over there, there's not a lot of content because I literally set it up last night. But we're going to post like tarot spreads. And I think I'm going to offer like free readings for our listeners just for oh, practice cool. and stuff like that. So if you want like tarot card readings, maybe Patricia will throw up some pet communication yeah. offers every once yeah. in a while. Um, but you'll definitely need to find us on Facebook. You can just search for Witch Get Weird, no comma on Facebook, just Witch Get Weird, and uh, find our Facebook group and we'll join you. It is a private Facebook group, so people won't be able to see you in it. So if you are in the closet or you just don't want people to know that you are in a bunch of witch groups on Facebook, not to worry. It is right. If you're just like, I can't, people can't know. I don't want to be judged. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and by the way, okay. So it, there's ways to rate people. I don't know what they are. So if you can do that for us, that'd be great. I don't know how to do it. Tom? Yeah, if you're on a iTunes or something and you want to give us a five star rating and tell people how great we are, that would be awesome. But I don't know how to do it or say Same. it. I don't or you can rate us five but stars and tell people how much we do. suck too. We don't care. Just give us some stars. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I am happy for constructive criticism, however yeah. it might come right. in whatever and form. I will say this. I so you <laughs> lo- so we make our podcast with Anchor, and when you log into that, it immediately shows you how many times the episode your most recent episode has been played it's been <gasps> played oh my god so like 17 <laughs> times that's, that's so I crazy it's not like one second and people are like fuck this bitch they're these bitches and then turn it off but even <laughs> if it is oh they listen to us long enough to go fuck these bitches right <laughs> they've listened long enough to be like nope not for it. me <laughs> like well thank you for trying us it's, like we appreciate that very so cool. much so we get sure. super excited like, yeah so excited. every play counts leave, you can so oh speaking of that you can leave us a message <laughs> on anchor um fm app duh jesus <gasps> yeah. i keep forgetting about that so that's really cool one of my favorite pod- one of both of our favorite podcasts ask a hag are also on anchor and they'll get voice messages and i understand why they get so excited now that's so cool. it's so cool it is so cool so yeah if you have a question or a comment or you want to leave us a review on anchor fm um and you have the app once you're in our little podcast there's just a little button that just says leave a message and then you can just record a message and we'll get it and if you don't want us to play it on the show definitely make sure you say so we'll just listen to it and answer you but if it's okay for us to post just say nothing and we're gonna assume we can put your voice yeah. on our show very exciting so if cool. you leave us a message and awesome. you don't tell us not to post it, but then you realize that you don't want to post it, send us an email. <laughs> right. Send us an email or slide into our DMs on Instagram. So yes, for sure. <laughs> oh my God. That was so fun. I love the tarot and so I'm, I'm so excited to talk to people about it. I mean, I am too. Yes. I, I love it. So yeah, I'm very excited for our next tarot episode. It's going to be so good. And I am really excited to keep deep diving yes. into these cards. It's really good. I love the practice. It's so good. But yeah, I definitely want to start doing more readings and do readings for people. And a lot of times with like, if I'm going to do like a free reading, my request would be like, you just have to give me feedback. You don't have to tell me like the gory that details, resonates. but just like, that is very correct. That resonates really well. Or like, that's way off the mark. And I don't understand that one at all. Um, those are always very helpful um, feedbacks and things like yeah, that. Yeah, for so. sure. 
Hey. Oh, and I don't know if you noticed on our, on our last episode, if you're one of the 17 people that listened, um, Sarah added a little, hey. little jingle jangle, a little music before and after. So I, I don't want to play it because then it counts as a play and it really wasn't a play because I just want to listen to the song. So um, we just did like a little sound. So let us know what you think of that or if you got like a better suggestion or if there's a song you think we should use. I love it. It's so, yeah. it's so, this is really fun and I'm so glad we do it. And I love that anybody listens to us and I hope that they're having a good time and I appreciate you too, Sarah. Yes. We appreciate, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Patricia was definitely the fool in this one. She was like, we're doing a fucking podcast and was like, here, download this thing. We're listening to the thing. We're doing it tonight. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's finally happening. Cause we talked about it for months and months beforehand. And Patricia was just like, we're doing this. And I was like, awesome. And here we are. Really? Eight episodes. Wow. This is number eight. I don't, I wasn't, yeah. that was awesome. awesome. I wasn't using my witchy book because I didn't have it with me. My podcast book, which is so cool. I should. I should post a picture of it. Oh, um, right, right, so, right. But that's the one that tells me what you episode should. we're on. And I, so I didn't have it. Oh, number eight. Happy I love eight. it. Also, very excited. So thank you all for, for new listeners joining us and people that are still hanging out and people that keep coming back for more. You gluttons for yes, punishment. For we sure. love you. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll yes. see you in a have couple a weeks. Cute. Cue the Ooh. outro music. I can't remember. I can't remember what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs>